Hi, my name is uh, Alexander Sunder. I'm the co-founder of Hexi.me, and you're listening to App Guy Podcast. The App Guy Podcast, straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy, sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. And now, Paul, the App Guy. I've got an interesting guest uh, coming up on the episode today. I just wanted to mention that in our post chat, he is looking for a UX designer to work in Chicago. Uh, this is a company that is on to greatness. They've got uh, a multi-billion industry that they're targeting and being very disruptive in. So if you are a UX designer and that you are uh, excited about potentially being based in Chicago, uh, then I highly recommend uh, getting in touch with uh, the guest. So I thought I'd just mention that before we go into today's episode. Uh, but here is now the episode and enjoy. It's very unique. Welcome to another episode of the App Guy podcast. I am your host. It's Paul Kemp. And today I have a, a really excellent founder who uh, is on the line from Chicago. Uh, his name is uh, Umar Kakar and he's the founder of Mouse House App. Uh, they're doing a lot of interesting things there with Mouse House app. And uh, I just want to say thank you very much, Umar, for joining us on the App Guy podcast. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having us. Yeah, but perhaps you can give me a quick idea of um, you know what you're doing there at Mouse House app. What's it all about? Yeah, this is actually kind of an interesting but niche market. Uh, every drug discovered in the past 40 years and every advancement in biology has depended on laboratory mice and I'm not talking about computer mice I'm talking about living mice that are used to uh, understand how uh, your body human bodies work and they're used to test drugs um, and they're uh, they're usually uh, used for different kinds of biology experiments so that the process of keeping track of these mice has historically always been um, on paper and pencil. Uh, but recently, uh, we have been able to, we have developed technologies to make genetically engineered mice. And these, our mice now, can have four to five genetic mutations. And it's become very difficult to keep track of them on paper and pencil. So what we have come up with is an application that helps scientists uh, keep track of the genetic, the breeding, and the experiments related to these uh, mice. I, I'll first of all have to say you are the most interesting uh, guest. Uh, this is completely unique. And the one thing that it's reminding us all is that we can find a problem that needs solving in anywhere, any walk of life. And you've gone to find a problem with organizing mice and uh, I mean, how did you come up with this idea? I'm, I'm guessing you're involved in the, um, the research and development side. Uh, or, you know, how, how did you actually come up with the, the idea? Yeah, um, I am an MD-PhD student at the University of Chicago, where I was working on uh, several mouse lines uh, relating to diabetes. Uh, and uh, my... As I started working with these mice, I realized that um, this could be done better. Uh, we needed a tool that worked inside the animal room itself, and an iPad was an obvious solution um, uh, which would allow such a tool to exist inside the animal clean rooms. 
so we decided to build an iPad app. Uh, and this application uh, uh, is a touch, drag, drop, and tap-based application. And it works because you are often physically moving mice, and we, uh, in the application, you drag and drop mice when you move them. So it was an obvious sort of parallel between what you're doing in real life and what happens uh, in the application. This is just so cool. I mean, it really is uh, like mind-boggling where we can go for inspiration. And I have to ask, is this like your sole business? Is this, you know, the the, um, the pure focus of what you're actually working on in, in your um, company? Uh, that's right. We are making an application to help scientists, uh, administrators, and veterinarians manage laboratory mice. And it's a sole focus because it's actually a big business. Uh, there are multiple billion-dollar uh, global companies that actually produce and sell mice. Uh, and uh, there are other smaller companies that make equipment, especially for laboratory mice, such as mini fMRI machines. Um, and we are on the software side of this uh, ecosystem. In fact, in the United States, uh, some estimates place uh, say that we use 155 million mice every year and spend about eight and a half billion dollars on them. Uh, so we want to be the software layer for this ecosystem. Uma, I have to say that you, you reminded me of why I set this podcast up. It is just to be wowed about, uh, the, you know, I didn't realize this whole ecosystem existed. And I want to appeal to the listeners right now, if there's someone listening to this and they're thinking of doing their own app, I mean, it's very easy to go down the, the route of let's do a social media app or let's try and create a, you know, a similar version to what's happening with Instagram or, you know, looking at all these successful apps. And what you've reminded us is that there's these multi-billion dollar industries that are at this stage untapped. You know, these, these scientists are still using pen, paper and uh, uh, Excel spreadsheets, which is, you know, very prehistoric nowadays when, when it comes to apps. And uh, how, how are you able to go about selling uh, the app? Uh, I'm guessing you've got some really good connections in the whole uh, industry. Yeah, we use uh, multiple methods. Um, we target labs by uh, essentially cold emailing them. Uh, we also get inbound interest from labs. Labs actually look up... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when we look at the Google Analytics labs, look up iPad app for mouse management, <laughs> and they come to us. That's got to be the uh, easiest keyword to uh, qualify for. Yeah, that you know, that is. Um, uh, and then we uh, uh, we have a, a couple of institutional modules that we're working on, and that will require a on the ground sales force. Right. Okay. Uh, again, it's again when you go to such a, a niche uh, in a way th that it must be you know, a, a lot easier to find you know unique keywords, and uh, you could probably end up uh, paying you know small amounts of money for the paper click on those, and and go for the long tail keywords. So um, yeah, obviously you're reminding us that as app developers, it's important to have a website and a presence uh, for you know the old fashioned Google search. That's right. Yeah. Um, so we do try and come up with some ideas on this show. And 
what I would like, I mean, it's obviously very, you've come up with such a unique idea. Uh, is it possible to tell us, you know, in your day-to-day business, what you're currently uh, experiencing frustration with? What are some of your biggest pain points in, in trying to grow your business? A couple of months ago, it was uh, the reliability of our application. Our application was, uh, uh, let's see here, uh, I guess it didn't, it, it was not available as often as we, uh, as we would have liked because, uh, and the way that we found out about its unavailability was users emailing us and telling us that, oh, the application is down. And then we have to uh, scramble to reset the servers. Um, uh, and this is something that they critically uh, need in the lab. So uh, their work stops if the application is down. Um, so we have uh, done a lot of work to uh, resolve that issue. Um, and we're constantly, uh, to, I guess, a day-to-day frustration uh, revolves around constantly improving the application uh, in terms of features. Uh, yeah, because I was going to ask, how do you actually get feedback from the users? I mean, these are scientists in the labs, and uh, are you doing face-to-face uh, f- feedback, your know, meetings, or, or are you doing trying to do that through the app itself or maybe through collecting emails and, and asking for feedback uh, separately through surveys? We do two things. One is face-to-face uh, or by web demo. Um, and the second is um, uh, they, they actually, uh, we ask them for feedback and we get, we get pages of it. We have... Oh, right, because you're dealing with scientists. Yeah, in that. Tons, <laughs> right, okay. yeah tons and tons of pages of feedback. <laughs> you know, uh, again, this is so in- inspirational in a way because there's going to be people listening to this show right now who would be you know thinking uh, that uh, they, they would never go to their users and see them face to face and the the difference that it can make actually seeing somebody use your app and give you you know pages of feedback it must make a big difference in your decisions on what to do with iterating and upgra- upgrading the app is that right uh, it does um, we also use google analytics to figure out uh, where people are going within the application but uh, um, when that, uh, that sort of uh, quantitative data is divorced from the context in which the people are actually using it, uh, and we find that uh, we've also shadowed people, uh, that shadowing people and talking to them face-to-face or getting, uh, getting their feedback is sort of the best way to understand how to improve the application. So we have listeners to the show who are working and they're looking for doing something on their own, working for a startup, working for, you know, just like someone else. And I wondered from your perspective, what's it like being a founder? You know, perhaps you can give uh, us some tips and advice on, on whether it's all worth it. Yeah, so uh, for me, it is, it has been, and uh, I guess it will continue to be, uh, absolutely worth it. Um, as, a, as a scientist whose only job has ever been in a laboratory, uh, uh, even since high school, uh, 
starting a business has been an eye-opening experience and um, I've learned a lot doing it and just as you can imagine the marginal uh, learnings have been just a lot more uh, because I've never done anything like this um, uh, so the some of the key learnings are in um, soft skills that scientists historically don't actually um, uh, like to teach, yeah. <laughs> uh, such as sales and making very clear presentations uh, and contacting uh, people that you don't know to um, uh, do something like such as use a product. Um, and, and you so, know, like all uh, the tr all the uh, education you've gone through to become a scientist, do they they don't really teach? the core skills of what it takes to run a business, start a business, do your own thing. It's its almost like a divorced from any of the educational system that we go through. Is that right? And you you have to almost find your own path. I mean, that's my experience. Is, is that how it's been for yourself, that you can't really rely on, on the education that you've gone through? That's right. Uh, that's definitely been the case. I wonder why that is. Why institutions, you know, don't don't seem to grasp the importance of uh, you know being entrepreneurial, and uh, and starting your own business. Um, but uh, yeah, the um, well, again, with uh, in the last five minutes, I wanted to make sure that I know you're a busy man, and um, I wanted to make sure that we uh, kept this uh, prompt. Uh, have you got any? Um, apps that you tend to use uh, for work or for your personal life on your smartphone or on your iPad that you think you could recommend to us? Uh, I mean, I have to say, Umar, this has been one of the most unique apps uh, I've ever come across, seriously. And I'm actually thinking <laughs> it must be a great icebreaker when you're in a conference, you're chatting to someone and you start talking about your app and, it, you know, it just must be so much fun trying to explain it. But um do you have any apps uh, that you have on your iPad that you could recommend to us? Uh, yeah, uh, unfortunately, uh, they're not very uh, unique apps. Uh, for example, I use Paper a lot, uh, Paper by 53, um, to draw things. Uh, and we, in our four-hour application, we often uh, uh, begin thinking about features by drawing them out on pencil and paper or uh, in paper. Um, okay, well, I can, I can ask you then, Umar, do you have a, a stylus or a, some sort of writing pen to work with paper or do, have, have you actually still continued uh, no, to do with finger. your finger? I, I, I do stick with my finger. It takes a bit of getting used to, doesn't it? I've used paper for a while and, um, you know, I guess you've upgraded to the premium version, but the uh, the free version is, uh, you know, the very thick brush, and it's qu it's quite challenging trying to do some stuff with your uh, finger. Yeah, uh, but it's uh, quite helpful when you're actually in, um, when you're talking to somebody, or when you're commuting and you've just talked to somebody, and you need to quickly jot down uh, some thoughts. Uh, uh, a lot of some of the more uh, elegant and yet powerful features came out of uh, those kinds of discussions and being able to quickly capture the main pain point that the lab was feeling at that time. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's been a while since I've actually used paper. I used to use it a lot. And uh, one of the challenges I found was finding the stuff that you'd written. You know, you set up several journals 
Uh, is there a search feature in there if you actually uh, c can search? The no. no right. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> so we actually, right after that, we start using balsamic mockups. Um, so it goes from uh, literal pencil and paper or the app pen, uh, paper, and it goes in, uh, we think about it more, and then we um, uh, put it into balsamic mockups. Right. Okay. Yeah. That. So I will make sure that I include links uh, to those uh, two, uh, well, one app and one piece of software that you can use on the web. Uh, so just go to theappguy.co, search for episode 247 uh, uh, with Umar and you'll see uh, links to those. Umar, this has been honestly very inspirational and it's wonderful talking with you. How best can people reach out if they have any questions for you or want to connect Do, are you available um uh, online is the be best way to connect with you yeah the best way is by email actually and they can reach me at umar at mousehouseapp all one word app.com great okay well uh, i know that you've got some other stuff today you've got a busy day ahead of you looking forward to the rest of the day um, uh yeah <laughs> Yeah, um, absolutely. Oh, great. Well, thank you very much for um, you know coming on the podcast, being our, our most excellent guest. I fully appreciate your time, and uh, I hope that uh, you have inspired someone listening to this show right now to go and do something awesomely different. You know, move away from the the crowds of social media and flappy bird clones and all these other, you know, uh, basically there was this expression recently, Umar, that I learned, which is that you can either go and play with the sharks in the Red Sea, or you can go and play in the blue ocean where you can be, you know, just your own, do your own thing. And it sounds like you've got a massive industry that you're focusing on. And I can't imagine there's too many uh, uh, mouse house apps to compete against. So, um, yeah, all the best. There are a few, but not many, which is good. Right. Okay. Well, uh, that's. Um, I'm sure that you're all friends with your competition as well. Um, so uh, thanks for joining us and uh, all the best with your journey. Okay. Thank you.